Hi, it's Christy. And this is Chuck. This is the Robinette's Nest. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. How was your week? Just another week. We had another crazy snowstorm in Michigan. Snowstorm in March. Crazy. I have seen crazy snowstorms in April. Well, I always say, and it's not really a joke, that Detroit Tigers opening day always snows on opening day. Which is like the second week. Right. Of usually April. the first or second. Now it's earlier, so usually it's the first week. But yeah, it always used to kind of be the second week of April. So always expect for it to snow. Maybe not, you know, 10 inches like we got this week, this past week. Yeah, but. we got a lot. And now it's like pretty much gone. Like in a day, yep. 24 hours. It was still kind of bad. But then, so I guess 36 hours, 48 hours, and it was like gone. Yeah strange it we, we hunkered down yeah we did we i contacted my clients that was supposed to be the next morning and said i think it's gonna be bad and i think we need to reschedule right and some of them were like are you kidding me i and i'm like i'm a psychic that's right like you're coming to see me because of this i'm telling you it's gonna be bad yeah even i agreed normally i say ah you know what they're just trying to sell advertising and get you to watch the news and blah 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 but I thought it was going to be bad, and it was. It was the worst one we had this year, snow-wise. Right. We had that ice storm, what, the week before? We did. And that was probably the worst storm we had so far this winter. Yeah, it was It was nuts. So I, we're, we're almost to the end, though. Yeah, I would say, you know, for winter, March, how long can it last? Right. We got 10 inches of snow out there. It's probably more like four right now because we've had... Well, today it was 50 degrees, but it smelted a lot of it. It was beautiful today. Yeah, great day, sunny. Beautiful today. So, yeah, so we're almost to the end of winter. Yeah. And then we'll be complaining it's too hot. Yeah, as always. It's, there's no in-between. Really, honestly, there's just not. You know, like last year we didn't have a spring. It just went from winter to hot. I don't remember last year so much. Yeah, I guess. It was a blur. All of last year was just a blur to me. And the older you get, the faster they go by. It really does. So, I don't know. Someone mentioned Christmas, and I was like, huh? Huh. I don't really remember much about Christmas. I don't either. So. We had it early. We did. And there was snow on the ground, but not 10 inches. There was. So we had a white Christmas. That. Yeah. We had sort of an interesting conversation the other day mm-hmm. that we never really finished. True. And so vulnerable message is that Chuck and I watch Wheel of Fortune <laughs> almost every night. We are old. You know you're old when you watch <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. I never in a million years thought I would say those words out of my mouth. Now, I would never watch The Golden Girls, but... We do watch uh, Wheel of Fortune and we do Jeopardy. watch Jeopardy. Yeah, we right. Do. We have actually taped it. Yeah. Before, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't. I'm admitting this, but one of the contestants on Wheel of Fortune mm-hmm. had mentioned something to do with she likes numbers, but she doesn't like some numbers, and they all have a different feeling to her. Right. And of course, Pat, Pat Sajak looked at her like, "What is wrong what with is you?" What is she talking about? And we both looked at one another like, "We get it." Yep. And then you went on to explain that there's some numbers that you do not like and some numbers that you like better. Correct. And I'm wondering if maybe we are the only weird ones, and maybe that's why we found one another. Uh, yeah, it could be. Uh, 
So what numbers are, now we're talking one through 10, right? Or one through one nine. One through nine. Yeah. Not 10, just single digit numbers. Correct. So I like three. Three was always supposed to be a good luck number because it stood for family, mother, father, child. Right. But my favorite number probably has always been four for some strange reason. I always okay. like four. Felt lucky with four. Four was good. Yeah. Four is four is my phone number that I ended up. That's you, true. You couldn't choose your numbers back in the day. My cell phone number. Yep. And I ended up getting the number. And the guy that gave it to me, he was like somebody you'd see on the Big Bang Theory. Like someone who's probably <laughs> like, like a, a really nerdy, smart guy. Like a really rich engineer. Right oh, okay. Now. There you he go. probably is like I guess or I had a tech it wrong. person. Could be. And um, he's like, wow, you got a great number. Like fours mean that angels are all around you. Wow. And I was really impressed that this kid knew knew something about numerology. And he was like, you got a really lucky number. So, yeah. So let's go one by one. And I'll I'll numerologically tell you what they mean. Okay. So number one, do you like one? I'm not a fan of one. I like 11, but we're only doing single digits. So. One feels lonely to me, and that there's a song about that. <laughs> one is the loneliest number that you'll ever see. <laughs> so one is actually, it represents new beginnings and kind of creation. And there is a fear. Like, a, like I don't love change, and you don't love change. No, so that really. would make sense why we don't like one. So don't like one. Two. Two is the loneliest number. It's the loneliest number since the number one. Two's not a lonely number. No, but they do Two say is, that in a song. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Two is partnerships. Yeah. Two is a feminine number. It is an all-knowing, like, psychic sort of number. It's got power and strength with it. It's There's a gentleness to it. I get that because, you know, you say even and odd numbers and two, four, six, eight. I mean, everyone knows that, but no one ever talks one, three, five, seven. You know, I mean, well, some people. We have a friend who got married. She had to wait until it was an even numbered year because she doesn't like odd numbered which, years. I guess so, when it comes to yeah, it's two particular. Yeah, sure. So number three, you said you like number it's like three. Number three. Number three represents creativity. So you're creative, so right. that makes sense. And obvious traits of threes are those that feel the need to express themselves. And, and three is about family. And strangely enough, yeah, my father from the other side came to you and said that three was an important number. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we we still don't know why. And this was 10 years ago. So over 10, 12 years ago. And we don't. We don't know why. No. But, you know, when we play, when the lottery is on a big number <laughs> or something, I always play a three. as Or a, a 33. Yeah, yeah, as the, the gold ball or whatever you want to call it. So four, we like four. I love four. Four is my favorite. Four is a stable number. Four is grounded. It's a reflection of strength and stability, dependability, productivity, and it's angels as well. That angels are around. Five. I don't like five. Well, you know, five, 10, 15, 20, I think, you know, it's the middle of 10 or be, you know, right in between. So I understand that, like, monetarily, like, when you're doing change, you got singles, you got fives, you got tens, you got twenties, you know, in a drawer. So I get that, but I've never been a real big five fan. No. Five is considered unpredictable. Five is always in motion. It constantly needs to change. And think of the change that you get from it. It is supposed to be like an equal mix of masculine, feminine qualities so it's a balance of that okay 
You don't like six. I'm not a fan of six. The only thing I think about six is uh, Detroit six, six, Tigers. Six. Oh. No, no. <laughs> Al Kaline's number was number six of the Detroit Tigers. No, I never liked six. I know you say six, six, six. My grandmother, speaking of that, she was born on June 6th, 1906 at six o'clock. Yeah. So she had she was the odds against it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, her birth date was six, six, six. She had the odds against her on an even number. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I'm telling you. So six, actually, and I'll get people that say, I keep seeing 666. We have had that like McDonald's or something. Oh, yeah. You get a total. It's like put another penny on it or something. Right. And, and there's a lot of times where it has come yeah. up that. And the cashier, whoever's working the register says, oh, we got to change that. Yeah. yeah. Superstitious. So um, it's actually connected to family as well, though. Mm-hmm. So it is a caring loving nature and i think that they kind of put that 666 like the antichrist number yeah. of it being like anti-caretaker anti-caregiver anti yeah, maybe. that but it's actually a family so if you see the number like 666 or right. 66 you know consistently it typically is a reflection of like there might be something going on in the family that needs to be taken care of right Number seven, a lot of people like the lucky number seven. I like seven. Seven up. Seven. Seven is the thinker number. It is, the seven doesn't take anything at face value. It's always trying to understand the underlying hidden truths. It's the philosopher. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's the luck, because you never know when you're going to get the seven, seven, seven. Ironically, yeah, my favorite of the, like, Uniform numbers, double digit would be 14, and that's two sevens. So many, many years ago, if I played like the three-digit lottery, I'd play 714. But in numerology, you actually add the numbers to one digit, and that would be a five, which you don't like. I didn't know anything about numerology in those days. So the number eight... You said you don't like it. I like it. I'm not a fan of eight, although I do know it's the sign of the infinity when you put it sideways. Yeah. So I get that, but no, I I guess I don't like the higher numbers for some strange reason. So eight is about money, power, and balance. That makes sense. And it is the infinity. I mean, you can flip it either which way. And it's it's weird. When I write eight, you know, normally they do like the cursive, they never lift the tip of the pencil or the pen Mm -hmm. off the thing and do that. I don't do that. I do two circles. You do a snowman? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Huh. And then number nine. Don't like the number nine. Oh, number nine is unique. It's supposedly about like an aware, like a greater awareness mm-hmm. of everything. I don't love nine. Nine is a connection to the ending yeah. of things. Like even in tarot, it's the ending yeah, of I, something. You know, I do a lot of Sudoku and killer Sudoku and all that because I like the numbers and I like thinking. And nine is my least favorite number in the whole stupid game, so. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't, like, even, I, there's just something about it. I kind of, like, cringe every time. It's like, uh, nine. Nines, to me, were the easiest thing with math. Really? Yeah, because you. Nine, eighteen. Yeah. yeah one, you know, yeah. whatever. It was like a one away from that, so. So if it was three times nine, it would be third, you know, ten times, or not three times, yeah. Three times nine would be 27. Yeah. So three times 10 would have been 30 minus the three. So that was always simple. You're right. Nine was always the easiest for me. I mean, along with fives, you know, because we always did. Five, ten, fifteen. Or twos, you know. Yeah. Two, four, six. 
But um, yeah, so I thought it was super interesting that she said that she was like a number person, like she had a neck three times, like Sheldon on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. That she had to, like she liked fours. Like I think she might have actually went to the end as well. I don't remember. I can't remember either. I don't remember. I do remember it happening, but. But I thought, so then I had a conversation before that with somebody in my office. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I taste numbers. So she like has a taste with numbers. And I thought, how unusual are we? We are all so crazily unusual, but I taste colors. Oh. So if you say blue to me, I will taste like blueberries. Or if you say red to me, I'll taste strawberries. Like I've associated the color with a food or a taste. I guess that makes sense. It's sort of like when we taste stuff and we say, boy, that tasted like a Yankee candle, but we've never really tasted a Yankee candle before. No, but if if they're strong enough, you can almost, yeah. So taste and smell, we kind of put together. Yeah, perfumey or... You had a vanilla Slurpee the other day. Yeah. And you're like, this tastes like your vanilla candle. I love cream soda. Love it, love it, love it. And it's vanilla, and it was called Vanilla Dream Slurpee, and I got all excited. I got this real big jumbo one, and it tasted awful. It tasted like a Yankee Candle with a little bit of cinnamon, and I don't know. I just burned my throat. Needless to say, I didn't drink it. It was a little weird. Yeah. I was hoping for the cream soda. It was was a little much. At one time, and I'm talking probably 15, 20 years ago, 7-Eleven had a... Barks cream soda Slurpee, and it was Bart Simpson on it. I don't know why, because of Barks, I guess. And that was so good, and they only had it then, and I've never seen it since. Though in Canada, they do have red cream soda Slurpees at their 7-Eleven, and I always have to stop and get I one. just looked up, can you taste colors, and Uh-oh. I've never done this before. Uh-huh. And it says, technically speaking, the ability to taste colors is caused by a condition called, can you, can you pronounce that? Synesthesia? Yeah. Syn- Sounds good. Synesthesia, which happens when two of our senses cross. Ooh. So, interesting. I guess. It says people, let's see, we're going to find out I have a syndrome here. Yeah, yeah, there's something wrong here. People who experience this are usually born with it or develop it early in childhood. It's possible for it to develop later. Research indicates that... Um, each of your five senses stimulate different areas of your brain. Looking at a bright neon yellow wall, for example, will light up a primary visual. Um, so they can often see music as colors when they hear it and taste textures like brown or pointy. I can do all of that. Wow. But you know what? I bet you I'll never make any money off of this. I was going to say, what's this job pay? <laughs> I bet you it pays. How, how can we get you in a circus, in a carnival, and see I the amazing girl who can taste? <laughs> I don't know if I really want to bring this up to my neurologist. No, I don't think it's a good idea. But instead, I'll bring it up to all of you guys. Oh, sure. I There's no treatment for it. <laughs> Damn, looks like you're cursed. <laughs> Many people seem to enjoy perceiving the world in a different way than the general population. Um, some people feel isolated from others because of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
speaking with a mental health professional may help. I, yeah, they help. They put you in a rubber room. Maybe. Padded cell. I guess there's an online assessment to see if you have it. Great. It says, when you envision the letter A, mm-hmm. does your mind assign a color to the letter? It does. Does really? it assign a color to you? A? Yes. No, I would have just said like A is for apple. I see red. Switch would be apple. But is and I agree with you, but I when I perceive apple like the taste or the flavor, yeah. I always think green. It's oh. like gumballs, you know, when gumballs were green, they weren't lime. They always tasted like apple to me. So guess who they say has this? Kanye West. I don't know if I want to be lumped into a category. I was going to say, maybe he's a little, yeah, okay. I'm not saying anything. Pharrell Williams, who is brilliant too. And I guess Kanye West is too. I guess. Mary J. Blige. Okay, I've seen her. Tori Amos. Okay. Duke Ellington. Now there's genius. Um, Vladimir Nabokov. He wrote in his autobiography that he had colored here. Nabokov. Nabokov. Nab- what did I say? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I, said. I don't know. And then they believe that Van Gogh and Joan Mitchell also had it. So is hearing it, is and it color. Joan, Joan Mitchell or Joni Mitchell? No, it says Joan. It says Joan. But Vincent Van Gogh, another gene. Well, a little crazy, but. Hearing and color and reading colors into words on pages add a level of dimension to life that many of us can only dream of. Wow, that really. Yeah, I guess you do have an enriched life. It's you're enriched. A whole, uh, you, well, you're getting a whole lot more out of it than I am. Well, now I want to know. Well, because I see, but it's just normal to me. Huh. I don't think. It's special. I never even, well, obviously, I didn't even know it was a thing. So I said A, and I think about apple green. Yeah, and I think red. So, and you think red. But if you're going like R for red, what do you see? You don't see apple? No, I don't. I see orange. Really? Yeah. I guess I'd have to do the whole alphabet. Yeah, I and guess. Do it. And why I see orange, I'm not sure why I see orange for R. Wow. Yeah, because I would have thought something, you know, you know, like a red fruit or a taste or whatever. I would have thought cherry, raspberry. Have maybe. you ever seen Strawberry. any of those, like, where they've got, like, the colors? Like, the color is spelled out green, mm-hmm. but it's in red. And they to say try that, to throw you off? Yeah, they say that some people can't read it because it's in a different color. It's in a different color. I've never had a problem with that. I haven't either, but I could see how some people maybe could. And apparently there's also a phenomenon where, I always want to do the Muppets phenomenon, um, when, <laughs> just side note, I also break out in song for no reason. That also may be a problem. That, I, I do I've that a lot. I've been meaning to speak to you about that. <laughs> now that you mention it, <clears throat> We, I, I, I had an MRI yesterday. By the way, my brain is fine. We had an MRI yesterday. So they think. Well, they said there was some stuff. There's some, but it's, some stuff. They were like, we don't know what it quote is. Quote, unquote, stuff. They honestly said that. We don't know what it is, but you're fine. But you can but, use colors and so polka they, dots. They and... called me back, and I start singing a song while they called me back. And she turned around, and she's like, yeah, I guess it is a ways away. So I <laughs> 
I don't even know what I was humming. I don't know. I, I would have figured, like, follow the yellow brick road. I don't no, know. I, I have no idea what I was. Mm. But a lot of times, I will pick up a song that someone else is thinking in their head. Well, so. you're psychic, so I get that. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? Now that you mentioned that, though, there are times, honest to God, and especially lately in the last few months, where I'll get the same thing. I'll think of that song, and then all of a sudden, someone's singing it on TV, yeah. or it's on the radio, or you start humming it, and it's like, what the hell? I was just thinking of that yeah. song. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, you know, everything's believable. But I will have the most odd songs that I know that I didn't hear in a subconscious type right. of a way that just start appearing. And lately, it's been a lot of Sunday school. <laughs> So I think I think Jesus is talking to me. Now that you mentioned that, last night in the dreamland, I was singing a Christmas carol. No, you were not. I was singing a Christmas carol that stuck in my head. Was it even a in hymn? the morning? It was a hymn. I don't know. Away in the manger. Okay, I swear to God. And you know, little Lord Jesus lay down his what head. Isn't it? I, and I meant to look the stupid thing up and Google it, but the little Lord Jesus laid down. Oh, laid down in his bed. I thought it was something to do with his head. I said, okay, round head. No. What? <laughs> so I wake up thinking about this. Like, no, what the hell was, are the words of this song? I thought it was sweet head. No, isn't it? No, little, Lord lay, little Lord Jesus laid down, down in his sweet in his bed. Is it sweet head? I don't even know what it is. Did you say wet head? <laughs> I said round head. I was going to say pretty head. I, I'm trying to think when I'm laying in bed staring at the ceiling in the dark. Thinking, what the hell? Is this why I didn't sleep last night? I could be because I'm thinking of church albums, which I would never think of. Christmas songs. Um, what is it? <laughs> little, little Lord Jesus. It's sweet head. Sweet head? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? His sweet head. He's oh, got a baby. He's so he's not laying in his bed and it's not a round head. <laughs> no, because it's away in the manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus laid down his sweet head. Oh, I had that wrong. <laughs> so maybe, maybe whoever... Whoever wrote the song was like, they're getting these lyrics they're getting wrong. all wrong. <laughs> Maybe they were channeling through you to make it better. I don't know. I don't know. It's like driving in the car. You know, I'm not paying attention to the radio. It's always on. And a song will come on. I might not even like the song. And I'm not paying attention to it whatsoever. And I'll wake up in the middle of the night and that stupid song is stuck in my head. And I didn't even think about it, but it's already there. Okay, so going back going to back. numbers have personalities, okay. and is this also a disorder that we might have? <laughs> it's called number personification. Number personification. 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 Okay. And it's typically considered a phenomenon where numbers have a personality, which is exactly what I said. Well, yeah, and I agree with that. And it's highly prevalent among children. And then it went dot, dot, dot. So we could, mm. we could make this so whole. So on. you could be a dot, dot, dot. A dot, dot, dot. Add you to it. You and Kanye and Mary J. Blige and Vincent Van Gogh. Um, Duke Ellington. It's apparently it's more common in kids and uncommon amongst adults. Well, that's like with ghosts and spirits and stuff. Because the, the child... The mind isn't as developed, so it's easier for them to see things. And as you're an adult, you know things are supposed to be that's not supposed to be there, and you, you shut it off. And it comes right back to Jeopardy. It comes okay. right back. 
On the first episode of season 31 of Jeopardy, Jeopardy champion Elizabeth Williams spoke of her experience with ordinal linguistic personification during the contestant interview portion of the show. She reported to host Alex Trebek that Nine has a mustache like you. So she's created like a whole personality, like a visual personality. Now, I could it. see watching Sesame Street and having a number nine up there with a mustache and eyes and glasses or something. But I, I, that's weird. So they say, so in an 1893 report, they call it OLP. Mm-hmm. They report that one, two, three are children without fixed personalities. They play together. Four is a peaceful woman absorbed by down-to-earth occupations who takes pleasure in them. Five is a young man, ordinary and common in his tastes, but extravagant and (laughs) self-centered. Six is a young man of 16 or 17, well-brought-up, polite, gentle, agreeable. Seven is a bad sort, although brought-up well, spiritual, extravagant, likable, very generous. Hmm. Eight is a dignified lady who acts appropriately and who is linked with seven. She's the wife of nine, and nine is the husband of eight. He's self-centered, selfish, thinks only of himself. Um, I, I have learned something new mm. through this whole episode. Huh. So some people think that others are, like, they say there's an alphabet part of that, too. Yeah. That the alphabet has, so someone says they describe that they believe that T's are crabby and U's are soulless. So hmm. maybe because they don't connect to something else and the T you've got to cross the, I don't know. And K's are quiet and responsible like Christy. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So that makes so much sense. So much to me. sense. I guess if, if you read it on the internet, it's got to be true. It's got to be true. No, but it came from eighteen ninety three. Huh. So I did not know that this is all a neural thing. Wow. And apparently, there's stuff that dates back to the eighteen hundreds hmm. on these weird problems that we have. Yes. <laughs> and again, we'll never make money off of any of this. No. Did you know why 7-Up is called 7-Up? I don't. Well, back in the day when all stuff was coming out, they used to have the real small glass bottles of pop, like Coke and Pepsi, and they were six ounces. 7-Up had seven ounces in their bottles. So it was seven ounces up. 7-Up. Oh, wow. look at that. Well, I I mean, there's a lot of marketing that's done with, like, everything. Right. And the fonts and everything has a perceived, you know, notion of how people take it. Right. You know, so it it's sort of like you've got shirts mm-hmm. that are Disney, but they've got, like, the heavy metal band fonts associated right. with them. Right. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, it's Metallica, but it's yeah. Beauty and the Beast it's or whatever. Maleficent shirt. It's got, so. yeah, it's from Metallica's font. It says Maleficent. It looks like Metallica. I've got a but Little it's a, Mermaid. But it's a visual right. association. And yep. it's the things that we've been used to on that visual association. Def Leppard. Yep. So that's You're right. Interesting. Yep. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our babbling. Yeah. I, it's really babbling, too. It really was a lot of babbling. So... That's all we got. That's all we've got. That's all we have time for this time, folks. It is. That wasn't anything. I mean, 
we were going to talk about this, but I was going to talk about other things, too. And I had a good joke for you, too, with numbers, but I guess I don't have time to say it now. Oh, you have time. Okay. So. <laughs> well, you don't have a whole time. <laughs> a horse walks into a bar. No. And a bartender says, hey, why the long face? That wasn't the joke, although it's my favorite joke. No, there's a few men sitting in a waiting room at the hospital, and their wives are having babies. So nurse comes out and said, Mr. Smith or Jones, whatever it is, you're the father of twins. And he says, how ironic is that? I play for the Minnesota Twins baseball team. We've got twins, Minnesota twins. It all makes sense. So a little while goes on, the nurse comes out again and goes, Mr. Brown, you're the proud father of triplets. And he says, wow, is that strange? I work for the 3M company. Wow, three triplets, 3M? That's just really coincidental. That's amazing. So the nurse comes out 10 minutes later, and the man says, no, 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 don't say it. Don't say it. I don't want to know. I work for 7-Up. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> and on that note. My name is Christy. And I'm Chuck. I believe in you. Peace. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.